This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pegel. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is in its second week, causing U.S. leaders to look into the impact the war will have on the global food supply chain. Russia and Ukraine are both top wheat exporting countries, together accounting for one-third of the world market. But as tensions rise and limited access to roads and ports continue, the question is, will these two countries be able to export its product to its customers around the world, or will there be a new market for U.S. wheat producers? Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, National Association of Wheat Growers CEO Chandler Gould says Ukraine already has its winter wheat crop in the ground but might have difficulty harvesting and transporting the crop. Whether there is an opportunity for U.S. wheat producers to fill that gap remains up to Ukraine's trading partners. I'm anticipating that there's going to be a significant reduction in their uh, production over there. Now, we ended the year last year with pretty high world stocks, so The amount of wheat out there, I think, will take up a lot of that gap. As to whether or not Ukrainian uh, customers like Egypt, uh, Indonesia, Philippines, Turkey will turn to the U.S. is yet to be seen. Gould says with the increased input costs farmers face and the increasing tensions of the Russia and Ukraine war, the American consumer may face higher food costs. I I think it's very safe to say that we should anticipate uh, an increase in food prices now. How much? I am not in a position to actually answer that question. You know, I'm not. I, I don't think bread is going to go up a dollar a loaf, but I think we should definitely anticipate increase in products, not only for wheat but all commodities, just due to the overall increased cost of production for all those factors, and then the added issues of the invasion of Russia into Ukraine. You can hear more from Gould and his thoughts on the global wheat market in this week's Newsmakers on agripulse.com. Speaking of increased food costs, the UN Food and Agriculture Organization announced global food prices hit an all-time high last month. The surge was led by sharp growth in vegetable oil and dairy prices, as well as higher costs for grains due to the Russia and Ukraine war. March Chicago wheat closed at 13.48 a bushel today, up from under $8 at the beginning of February. The February food price index reading was up 3.9% from January and 24.1% over the index one year ago. Soybean oil prices continue to increase due to decreasing soybean production in South America and international sunflower oil prices also increased due to disruptions in the Black Sea region. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, the Russian government has halted fertilizer exports. Russia is one of the largest global suppliers of fertilizer to countries around the world. The decision brings a flood of concerns over fertilizer scarcity and the impact that has on global crop production. Analysts expect supplies to be limited in the European Union, South America, and Africa while driving up prices that will eventually hit U.S. farmers who are already dealing with extremely high fertilizer costs. Bill Thompson takes a deeper look in his story on agripulse.com. Finally today, the Department of Agriculture takes a look at the drought across the U.S. Agripulse's Spencer Chase has more. The Department of Agriculture says the country is approaching a historic drought. New USDA analysis reports more than 59% of the continental United States is in some form of drought. That's the greatest drought coverage observed since the beginning of 2013. What's more, the drought has been around for a while in some places. About 40% of the country has been under drought designations for 75 consecutive weeks. 
USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says the western United States has been particularly impacted. An area stretching from the Pacific Coast, Oregon and California into parts of the southwest. Now that is an area that has been unusually dry since the beginning of 2022. And so even though we had a fairly wet December, we've lost almost all of those gains that we made in late 2021. He says two other bands of the country are observing dryness. The central Great Plains from Nebraska and Kansas through Wisconsin and Michigan and coastal regions stretching from Texas to Florida and up to Virginia. Reporting for AgriPulse, I'm Spencer Chase. Now here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. There are more than 140 million acres of farmland used in conservation and wildlife habitat efforts. That's equal to the size of New York and California combined. Learn more at fb.org forward slash sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggles.